We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Big news. The Almanac is officially back. The most exhaustive and comprehensive guide to the 2023-24 college basketball season is available for pre-order now. If you go to cbbalmanac.com, link is in the description below, you can pre-order for just $15.99 or 20% off the sticker price. The format is going to be a little bit different this season. Instead of an 850-page PDF, you'll be getting access to the full site with league-by-league PDFs available for download. The preview will be live on September 20th, so you have until then to be able to get your pre-orders in. So for insight for all 362 Division I teams from their head coaches and the experts that cover them, make sure you hit that link. Welcome back. It's another episode of the Field of 68's Off-Season Grades, and today we are talking about the Creighton Blue Jays, one of the biggest threats in Rob Doster's Big East to his UConn Huskies. And for my money, Rob, maybe the most fascinating offseason that any premier program had in college basketball. Let's just run through some of the names that are in and out. They are big ones. Ryan Nemhard is gone. Arthur Kaluma is gone. Back, Kalkbrenner, Trey Alexander, Baylor Shireman, and in Stephen Ashworth, a bucket getter, Isaac Trout from Virginia, Jonathan Lawson. Like I said, fascinating offseason, a lot of moving parts here. What do you make of this? Where does it start for you, Doster? <laughs> well, it starts with getting Ryan Kalkbrenner and Trey Alexander back. Because I look, you know how I feel about Trey Alexander. I think the world of him, I think he has a chance to be. Uh, a Big East player of the year kind of a guy this season. I don't think that that's necessarily crazy. You give him a little bit more of a point guard role. You let him show what he can do. Um, I think that he'll, he's going to eventually be a first round pick whenever he goes to the NBA. That's my, maybe my hottest Big East take um, that we have uh, that I have. And so I'm excited to see him kind of be able to thrive in that and in, in, in more of a on ball lead guy role. And then they also bring back Ryan Kalkbrenner who, one of the best defensive centers in college basketball um, was the Big East Defensive Player of the Year, was in the conversation with us for National Player of the Year on the defensive end uh, this past season. So getting those two guys back is huge. Um, adding Baylor Shireman or getting Baylor Shireman back for his fifth year, big. Getting uh, getting um, Stephen Ashworth in from Utah State, bigger. All of a sudden, 
Um, Greg McDermott has like two guys that are absolute drillers on his perimeter that can also uh, pass the ball around a little bit. Both those guys averaged four assists the last time that they were at a mid-major program. So all of those things are really good. And at the same time, you lost a guy who could end up being one of the three best point guards in college basketball in Ryan Nemhard. And you got lost a guy in Arthur Kaluma who um, never quite put it together, but is in theory the quintessential like big wing, floor spacing, four man, athletic combo forward, whatever buzzword, cliche term you want to use to describe him. Like he was that guy. He just never really put it all together for Creighton. And maybe um, a fresh start is what he needed at Kansas State. Uh, but uh, losing those two guys, like there's just a lot of turnover on that roster. So I'm I'm so torn on – I'm going to be very interested to see how you grade this Creighton <laughs> offseason. Because I, I, like, I think that the people they brought in and the people they brought back was an absolute A+. The people that they lost is like – you look at it and it's just like, man – you lost your point guard and your foreman, the two most important positions in college basketball. You know, that's kind of like D D minus territory. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I'm very curious to see what you're going to go with for this rating. Yeah, it's like I said, it's the most fascinating offseason there is. I feel like it, the the sticking point for me, why I am going to lean on the negative side, not to spoil the grade, but the sticking point for me is I don't feel that they necessarily, necessarily replaced either of them. And I hear you on Trey Alexander's awesome. I love Trey Alexander, and he can play the point guard role. He definitely can. Uh, I, I like that they got Steven Ashworth. I think he's going to get buckets at Creighton. I think the extra floor spacing is great. It would have really helped last year's team. I don't know if it I, – I assume it helps this year's team, but it really puts a lot on Trey Alexander to be everything in the backcourt when you would just have two big-time shooters on the wing next to him. I just feel like, like I said, it's totally different. They they didn't add a starting point guard to replace because I guess they have Trey Alexander and they definitely didn't add a Kaluma replacement. I guess Isaac Trout, like, can you squint and see a breakout year for him? I personally can't. Um, I know he was a pedigree recruit that a lot of people were after, but uh, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. So it's hard for me because like, I, one of the biggest things I love, and maybe this is old fashioned of me, Rob, in this era, but like, Teams that were so close to the mountaintop that have a chance to run it back. Like, give me that. I eat that up. And this team was a bad call away from a Final Four appearance. And had they gotten to the Final Four, Rob, I'm not sure they're not the second best team there. And we're looking at a Big East championship game. So it's frustrating for me because as a fan, I loved last year's team so much. And I would have absolutely loved to see those five run it back. I think it's special. I think it's rare you get an opportunity for that to happen. And quite frankly, it's going to be really hard for me as an unbiased partisan to watch this Creighton team knowing that Arthur Kaluma and that Ryan Nemhart are playing basketball for other programs next year. I'm just going to think about the what ifs. Now, with all that said, you're right. I think there are steps forward for this team. It's going to look different. I like that most. I kind of like that they didn't just say, let's try and be a watered down version of whatever last year's team was. Last year's team's biggest question was shooting to me. Like Kaluma did not shoot the ball well for much of the season, really much of his Creighton career. And uh, like to now have both Shireman back but Ashworth next to him, if Alexander is that dynamic, like that's one of the best shooting teams in the country to me. You put that around Kalkbrenner. Like I like the recipe, I think, better for next year, even if I have a really sour taste in my mouth 
after the way they're not running it back after what could have been last year. Who's your X factor with this group, Rob? Because again, there are a thousand different names you could throw to here. Who is your X factor? So, I, I mean, I think the X factor is easy and it's not a person. It's a position. It's the four spot. Who the hell is going to play the floor? Like, is it is it Mason Miller? Is it Jason Green? Are we going to see Isaac Trout step up? Could Brock Weiss step up? Like, there just is no obvious answer at that four spot. Um, a lot of people will say it's the point guard. I don't I don't necessarily think the point guard spot is going to be a huge issue because I think you got three guys that can all do it, right? Trey Alexander can be a point guard. We saw him do it his freshman year late in the season. Um, I think that Baylor Shireman can be a point guard. We saw him do it when he was at South Dakota State. Uh, I think that if you were to ask um, Utah fan, uh, Utah State fans if they think that Stephen Ashworth can be a point guard, they would probably say yes. He averaged four and a half assists last season. Um, so I think that there is enough there for them to be able to create the shots that they want to create. Um, is Jonathan Lawson someone that you can trust the, at the four spot? I don't know. Memphis transfer hasn't really ever put it together. Those uh, I remember... <laughs> It's off topic, but uh, the Lawson twins have been around forever and we've been hearing hype about them forever. And Jonathan Lawson was supposed to like be the best of the group. And uh, here he is kind of silently transferring to um, Creighton out of Memphis and nobody really pays any attention to it. That's where we're at with them right now. So to me, it's the, it's that four spot. Like you got it. The two most important positions in college basketball are the point guard spot. And I think that they have the answers there. And the four spot, someone that can rebound, that can guard up, that can guard down, that can space the floor. Um, I don't know what they have at the four. So that is going to be that to me, that's as simple as that. That is the X factor. Who is going to play the four for Creighton? Our partner for today's episode is Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 during the college basketball season, and I loved the impact that it had on my energy levels. I'm a big coffee in the morning guy, but by the time that the afternoon would hit, I needed another boost. AG1 helped me tremendously, especially on those days when I didn't want to get up off the couch and go hit the gym. Their tagline is AG1 is comprehensive health and the power of habit in one. And man, that could not be more true. It's nearly impossible to eat and drink in a healthy manner in the month of February and the month of March when you are in my business. And AG1 was exactly the supplement that I needed to improve my gut health and cover my nutritional basis for the day. I've continued that into April. I've continued that into May, and I'm going to continue that the rest of the summer. All I have to do is mix a scoop of AG1 with some water or maybe add it into a smoothie and I'm ready to go. Do it after lunch and you'll be ready to go for the rest of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com backslash field68. That's field68, F-I-E-L-D, the number six, the number eight, and you can get yours now. So check it out and help support this show. Thanks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I'll just pinpoint it a little more for my answer. I like to give a name for this, but you're right. It is the four spot. The guy I'd like to see win that, that is my X Factor, is Mason Miller. I just like on paper what he can be. I'm a little confused why he hasn't played more, to be honest. Maybe you can give me an answer on that based on what you've seen or have heard there. I thought he provided or could provide on paper a lot of what last year's team needed at positions, at multiple positions, quite frankly. He played nine minutes a game. Kaluma's out. Isaac Trout's in. They're going to need more than nine minutes from him next season, in my opinion. And if he can give them 20 good minutes, all of a sudden, like you're not worried about the other four, right? You know, Ashworth's going to be what he is. You know, Shireman's going to be what he is. Maybe better than last year. Trey Alexander's a star. Kalkbrenner's a star. You need somebody. And I I don't think it's even somebody. I don't think that's the way to approach it. I think you're going to need a committee in that fourth spot. And Mason Miller is the one guy I would just pull out from that to say I'm hopeful and optimistic about. If he could give them 20 minutes, then I don't think you're really worried about much at so all. The, what are the, your- the, the big issue with, uh, with, with Mason Miller is he really needs to eat more sandwiches. He needs to put on some weight. He entered last season 6'9 and 190 pounds. Like, he can shoot it. He has the highest vertical on the team. I mean, he is, you know, we, we know how athletic the uh, the Miller brothers were. Um, but he he needs to get stronger. He needs to get more physical. He needs to get better defensively. And if he is, and he is a guy, like, let's just say he's 6'9", you get him up to like 210. He is able to do a job defensively to the point where you now have uh, four guys on your perimeter that shoot at between 36 and 42% from three, which is what it will be if he starts, right? Trey Alexander last season shot 41%. Baylor Shireman last season shot 36%. Uh, Steven Ashworth last season shot 40-something percent. If you get Mason Miller up to that like 37 to 40% range, shooting like four or five per game, all of a sudden, how are you going to guard that team when, oh, by the way, you got Ryan Kalkbrenner at the five in the middle? Like that, that becomes a really, really, really dangerous offense. And uh, I mean, to, to, for your expectations, they got to be in the mix for the Big East regular season title. Um, I think Creighton's the favorite. I think that UConn is probably, I'm sorry, I think Marquette is the favorite. I think mm-hmm. UConn is uh, number two on that list. And I would say that once you get past Marquette and UConn, it's probably Creighton for me as the third best team in that conference. Uh, I would have them just a, a one spot ahead of, of Villanova. Um, and that's where I'm at. Like, they they, they got to be in the mix. They got to make a run at this. And I think what we're going to see is a more typical 
what we have come to expect out of Creighton under Greg McDermott, where they're going to shoot a shitload of threes. They're going to be like a top five offense in college basketball. And as long as their defense is good enough, they're going to win a lot of games. Yeah, I'm willing to call it a top three in the Big East. I think Creighton is the third. The other two are the two you said. I put some separation between this team and Villanova on paper. Maybe I'll get to talk about Villanova in a Villanova video at some point. We'll see. I, uh, I, I Yeah, it has to be factor into the conference race and if not do more nationally. But uh, my biggest expectation is that I am going to bet on this team so much overs with this team i'm gonna fall in love with them like this this might be my favorite team to go to bet rivers and sprinkle on a little bit rob i'm just calling it what it is right now let's give them a grade what's your letter grade for creighton this off season oh, man i'm gonna go with a b minus and the reason i say a b minus is that um i think that they did a good enough job bringing pieces back in to replace what they lost at the point um, I think that you can make an argument that with that point guard by committee, um, you are maybe even a little bit better in the playmaking guard spots, considering the shooting that you've brought in. Uh, I don't think that they've answered the questions at the four, and that is my single biggest concern with this team heading in. Um, I do think that there is a little bit of an element of like a mutual parting of ways with Kaluma gone. But even if there is a mutual parting of ways with Kaluma gone, uh, you are still not filling the void. Like he was still a, a big athletic body that can make plays. And we saw him have big games. He could win games on his own. He could lose games on his own, but he could win games on his own. So not having that, I do think is something that needs to be mentioned. So I'm going to go with a B minus um, good off season, lost a lot made up for, it. I think that they probably net out about even overall. Wow. Uh, I also, I feel like your default is just a B minus. Is that fair? Like, do you wake up in the morning and just, it, you're a B minus? Yeah, kind of like if you're not having a good day, but you're not having a bad day, it's kind of just like a B minus, right? Okay. You don't All want right. it to quite be a C because when, when you get down to the C range, like that's not good. You don't want to get C's. I know C's get degrees, but you don't want C's, but like a B minus is fine. Like no one's going to go home and be embarrassed if they're what they got a B minus on their report card. Are you? No, I, I think this is worse than that. I think you lose to, in my opinion, starter stars, right? Like for lack of a better word, I think they had five stars last season. And now I think they have three and a half. Uh, to me, that's not a B minus. <laughs> Maybe I'm just super negative. Maybe I'm a pessimist and that's what I'm learning. About so give them a grade. Here. What do you got? I, I'm going to give them a C minus. I'm going to give them a C minus. You almost talked me into a C or even a C plus. But I look, I like Ashworth. That's the only thing I like that they did this offseason. I love Nemhard brothers at all times. And uh, I've long said that Kaluma is either the greatest average basketball player in the sport or the most average great basketball player in the sport. We're going to find out the answer to that this season, because if Creighton takes a step backward, it's very clear that Kaluma was a lot better than either his production showed or anybody thought. If they're just the same team, then okay. He was replaceable and McDermott was right. But we'll, we'll see. It's a big bet, in my opinion, uh, to have a committee at point guard and now also a committee of totally unproven options at the four is just a step backward from where this team was at last season. So we'll see. I'm the pessimist here, Rob Doster. Everything is sunshine and rainbows, apparently. For his Big East rivals, the Creighton Blue Jays, if you want to see the rest of our offseason grade series, you can do so on our YouTube channel, or you can just follow Rob Doster on Twitter where he tweets these out one by one every couple of nights. I've been enjoying that personally. Uh, for Rob, I'm Greg Waddell, and we'll see you next time.